Hi, friend. Welcome to another episode of the Nourished Productpreneur podcast. I'm your host, Stacey Jones, founder, owner of the lifestyle brand Sun, Love & Roots and the Nourished Productpreneur community, which if you're not a member of yet, what are you waiting for? My goal for this space is to bring you all the things you need to build a thriving product-based business where community over competition is the vibe and DIY in your biz doesn't mean doing everything by yourself. I am helping you navigate the world of being a product-based business owner, giving you the tools and the resources you need to build a flourishing brand. Just think of me as your personal Google. I have been there, done that, and now I'm here to guide you on how you can build something from scratch with all the things I wish I had when I was getting started seven years ago. So with that, let's get this party started. Hello, hello, or bula bula, as they say in Fiji. Welcome back to the podcast, my friend. I want to take a few minutes to give you an update on what's been going on in my life, my business, all the things. So last month, well, you hear this, we'll already be in May. So March, I went to Fiji. I left the States having a boyfriend and I came back with a fiance. What? Legit. Hands down, one of my most favorite trips to date. The place, the vibe, and of course one step closer to marrying my best friend and soulmate. It was a magical trip. If you ever find yourself there in Fiji, I highly recommend checking out Six Senses. It's off the main island and you, like when you get there, you feel like you're on your own little private island. Highly, highly recommend. And no, this is not sponsored. I just absolutely fell in love with the place for so many reasons. So I just wanted to share what I love with you because that's what we do when we like a brand, a product, an experience, good or bad. We share with others, our family, our friends, our social media, we are sharing constantly. And this is the best kind of marketing for a brand. Like this is the best kind of marketing a brand could ask for, word of mouth. I have done numerous posts on Instagram and tag them, not because I'm getting anything out of it, but because, like I said, I fell in love with this property, the sunsets, the ocean view, the palm trees, the food, the hospitality, all of it, just the 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 whole the whole shebang. And I want you to experience it too. So if you ever find yourself in Fiji, go there. It's like a freaking dream. It's amazing. So with all that said, leads me into what I want to talk about with you today. And it's all about building strong relationships with your customers, aka your brand besties, aka the lifeline to your business. Without customers, you have no business, period. I know that's a little harsh. But again, without customers, you have no business. And we can take it one step further. Without having those brand besties, those raving fans, spreading the word about your brand, it's going to take you a little bit longer to build, to grow. The struggle will be real to growing your brand. You need people talking about your brand. And of course, you want it to be positive. <laughs> and with everyone these days taking their experiences to social media, you have to, and I can't stress this enough, you have to nurture your community. You have to build relationships. You have to build those connections. And you need to serve your customers. And you're probably thinking, Stacy, I sell products. I'm not in the service industry. I'm not coaching people. 
why do I have to serve my customers if all I'm doing is selling jewelry or t-shirts or insert whatever it is you're selling? And that's a good question. And I hear this time and time again from business owners. They just want to sell and they don't want to do the customer service side of things. And yes, I totally get it. I just want to sell my product, make money and be done. But the difference between a brand that has staying power, longevity versus one that is here today, gone the next, or the one who struggles with consistent sales, newsflash guys, it doesn't have anything to do with their packaging, their website, their SEO, how many times they're showing up on social media, the algorithm, your photos, or your pricing. It has to do with your customers. How you treat your customers matter because word of mouth marketing is huge and it can either be good or bad. It can either make your brand or make it a lot harder for you to grow, basically break it. And my friend, that is up to you how you handle your customer business. If you're looking at your customers like they're just dollar signs, it is going to take you so much longer to grow your brand. Like people can feel the energy. And when you're chasing the money, chasing the sales, just throwing product out there just to hope to get a sale, to make money, people can feel that energy. And when you are chasing the money, chasing the sales, and you only care about your gain, it is an immediate red flag. And like I said, people can feel that. They can sense that. And people want to buy from people they know versus just giving their money to a big box retailer now more than ever. And I hate to say this, I hate to break it to you, but the big box retailers, they don't play by the same rules. They don't necessarily have to have the best customer service to make a sell. I guarantee you, you can think of a big brand, a big box retailer that you may still buy from, but their customer service, eh, it's not the best. It takes a couple couple of days, maybe a week, or it's just hard to connect with a real person. But you may still buy from them because, I don't know, you like, you, you like the product. So like I said, the rules don't apply. Like it's big box retailers, they don't have to make customer service a priority. But us small business owners... We do. And we're wanting to create a brand that makes a difference and that can compete with those big box stores. And you do this by providing the best customer service possible. You do this by creating relationships within your community. You do this by fixing issues quickly when they come up and doing what is best for your customer, which is ultimately best for your business longevity, taking your ego out of it. When I started Sun Lover Newts back in 2015, this is one thing that I did very well. I am going to like toot my own horn. I'm going to give myself like a little high five. My customer service game was like legit. It was, it was, it was, it was good. It was great. It was exceptional. <laughs> like, I'm just going to say it. It might have been all my years of marketing and being in that customer service type of thing since I was what, like, I don't know, my first job was working at the limited customer service. So I always have had this customer service thing that I knew was huge. It was important. So from writing handwritten thank you notes that went into every packed order to personally answering emails, including customer photos and my newsletter website, making my customers feel like a celebrity almost. And 
I engaged with every person that commented, messaged, tagged me in a photo. I wanted them to be seen. I wanted them to know they were being heard and that they were talking with me, the owner of the company. It's huge. I made myself available. This is big to a person that is taking the time to tag you and sharing your brand, your brand message. This is the connection you want to have with your customers. People wonder why no matter what they do, they can't get people to interact, to tag them, to share. And it's not because your product sucks or your people just don't do that sort of thing. It's because you haven't given them a reason to care about your brand. Yes, they may have bought from you once, but what is going to have them coming back time and time again? It's you. It's your brand. It's your story. It's your why. It's how you engage and build your community. If you show up and actually care about your community before selling, you will sell more. Let me say this again. If you show up and actually care about your community before selling, you will sell more and create those lifelong brand besties. That's it. That's it. You just need to show up and care for your community. So if your customer service game is a little weak, I got you. I'm going to give you three simple ways that you can step up your customer service game today that will build those lifelong brand besties forever, which is what we all want. So number one, let's get personal with your community. And no, this doesn't mean sharing every aspect of your life. It actually has nothing to do with you. Shocking, I know, but listen up. Customers are going to choose to buy from you versus a big box retailer because of the personalized service interactions you are having with them. Let me repeat that. Customers are going to choose to buy from you versus a big box retailer or even another small business competitor because of the personalized service interactions you are having with them. Make your customers feel like celebrities. Make it a point to interact with everyone who is taking the time out of their busy day to interact with you. Whether that is in your DMs, your comments on a post, replies back from your newsletter, just a random email, wherever you connect and interact with your community, make sure you're taking the time to respond to their comments, their feedback, their messages. I do a lot of brand research on Instagram, social platforms, and it blows my mind when I go to a brand's page and I see that people have taken time out of their day to make a comment or ask a question and the brand doesn't respond back. And then they wonder why their sales are inconsistent or they don't have those brand besties sharing their stuff. If your people are going out of their way to tag you, I hope and I cannot stress this enough that you are responding and getting into conversation with them. It takes a second to repost on your stories. And when the person on the other end sees that, this is a big deal. Even if you think it's not a big deal, that it doesn't matter, please, please, please rethink this because these things matter. I cannot tell you how many times I have had people reach out to me when I've reposted their stuff in my stories or on my feed. And they send me these like heartfelt messages saying, thank you so much. I I didn't really think you would respond. I didn't think you would repost. 
this stuff matters. So realize that this is important and that it takes two seconds out of your day to repost, to send a thank you message, to respond. Like people are doing this, they're sharing your brand, they're sharing your story with their network. And this is, this is huge. So, and I also love like putting customer photos in your newsletters and giving them a shout out. It not only makes that person feel special, but it is also showing your other customers that people are loving buying your products, user generated content, UGC. I'm sure you have seen this little buzzword going around all over the place. This is something that you should be asking your customers to do. Kindly saying, thank you for your purchase. Please be sure to tag us on social. Even if they send it to you privately in your DMs or email it to you, you want this kind of interaction. And I have people send me email, emails with pictures, direct messages with pictures, and they're not putting it on their feed, but I still use their content because that is still showing my community, other people, maybe they've just they've just opted into my welcome newsletter or they've been around for a while, but it's showing people are buying and interacting with me. And I want to showcase that. And it, like I said, it makes the person that sent it feel good that they've been seen, they were heard. And that's how you do it. That's how you build that connection. And also another easy way to get started is also trying doing like a silly poll in your stories. Maybe it's like you're, you ask if, are you a dog person or a cat person? Are you a coffee or tea drinker? I mean, silly things, guys. Nothing, nothing major. Um, maybe it's sharing a funny meme and you can ask, can, do you relate to this? Yes or no button. Doesn't have to have anything to do with your brand, but it has everything to do with you building relationships, getting to know your people, building connection and getting people to care about you versus the products you sell. And this happens through silly polls and questions, getting to know them, kind of like you did when you met your best friend from childhood or when you meet somebody, you don't like come out of the gate saying, look at me, look at me, look at me. I mean, maybe you do, and maybe that's a whole nother like thing. But most of us, when we can think back to like when we were kids meeting like friends and our best friends, and even now it's a give and take relationship and your bond grew over time. And that's what it's like building a brand. It's a give and a take. You don't always show up saying, look at me, look at me, look at me, like buy from me, buy from me, buy from me. No, you're building that relationship. You're connecting, you're connecting, you're bonding. So let's like, let's let's not show up and be weird humans on the internet. Let's show up as like humans, not robots, and just start being, start being like, it's not so serious. Silly polls, silly questions, just to get people talking, connecting. That, that's that's how you do it, guys. That's how you grow a brand. That's how you create customer service. That's how you get people to be those brand besties that are lifelong friends. Number two, put systems into place that is going to help you communicate with your people when you physically can't. For one, have an FAQ page on your site and as a highlight on your Instagram, um, anywhere that people are connecting, interacting with you, have this, have these types of questions easy, accessible, so they know. Questions like, what's your refund policy? What's your shipping times? How can they contact you with questions, concerns? 
being prepared and helping answer questions that your customer may have on their buyer journey is huge. It helps solve issues before they happen. For example, having an automated response to emails that come in saying you will get back with them within 24 or 48 hours of receiving their message, this is huge. And there's a lot of you out there that do not have this in place. This is big, especially if someone is emailing you that they have an issue with their order. They're already frustrated, I'm sure, but even if you don't respond for 24 or 48 hours, they have an immediate response back. It's automated, but it's a response back. And it helps make your customer journey interaction with you a little bit easier when they know what they can expect to hear back from you versus an email comes through, they aren't happy, and they don't want to hear back from you for two days. Tension by then is probably a little bit higher than it was two days ago. So this just helps alleviate that and makes them more, they're not so on the defense when you do finally get back with them. Of course, bonus points if you see it and respond as soon as you can versus waiting whether it is an issue with an order, someone hit a reply from a newsletter, or I just love your product email. I try to respond right away versus waiting. Of course, you need boundaries. And this doesn't mean you're on 24-7. Boundaries in your business is an entirely another episode, but you need boundaries. Handling your customer business in a timely manner does wonders. And it's something that is so easy to do, but a lot of people neglect it. I don't know why, but they do. Another pro tip, check your spam folders. <laughs> like I have from time to time, let some things slip. And by the time I realize there's a problem and I do respond, I don't make any excuses for myself. Um, kind of goes back to being a human. I have learned that when you are honest with people and admit you messed up or whatever the case, it goes a long way versus making excuses. Again, taking your ego out of it, which leads me to number three. Your ego is no amigo. <laughs> okay, so we, we've all heard the saying, the customer is always right. And I don't necessarily believe that is true. Ah, I know, right? But what I do know is this. Happy customers will make your world spin. Unhappy customers can make your world stop. Let me say this again, because I think it's so important. Happy customers will make your world spin. Unhappy customers can make your world stop. Providing excellent customer service is what is going to have your people coming back time and time again. And yes, unhappy customers, that is where it gets interesting and we can't avoid it. And if you don't check your ego at the door, this can be a brand fell. The customer isn't always right, but the customer chose to spend money with you and that shouldn't be taken lightly. No matter if they are unhappy with the product, the package is lost or never arrived or they purchased and now that said product is on sale and they want a credit or whatever. There are a lot of reasons why you will have unhappy customers. And as you grow, it's more and more and more. I mean, it's just inevitable. So it's, like I said, there's a lot of reasons why you're going to have unhappy customers, but it's how you deal with them that can make or break your business. And Look, you can't please everyone. So I'm not saying that, you know, like you need a, you, you can't please everyone. That is, that, that's just the world. But 
there will always be people that will simply not be a fan and will complain about anything. When dealing with disgruntled customers, you have to take your ego out of it and come at the problem from a customer perspective versus a business owner perspective. By doing this and giving tangible solutions versus saying, sorry, can't help you or getting defensive, it is going to win you customers every single time versus the alternative. People just want to be seen and heard. And yes, this can be draining. If you're the one dealing with these types of customer emails, which chances are you're a one-woman show and you are customer service, so you are dealing with these types of emails, it's it's something that you cannot get away from, even if you hand it off to an intern or uh, an employee. Being an owner, being a business owner, and being a brand that people are going to love, you're always going to have you're always going to have these types of issues, customer issues, and having some systems and some things in place that will help solve problems and take accountability is huge. And it's a must. It doesn't mean you cave. Again, boundaries. Another episode coming soon. But it means you come up with a solution that both parties are happy about. That when it's all said and done, they thank you for having outstanding customer service. And from my own personal business owner experience, running Sun Love and Roots for nearly eight years. It'll be eight years in May. Crazy. Issues come up and I apologize and I figure out a solution versus play the victim, which I see this happen in a lot of businesses these days. Play like you play the victim. You make it feel like it's not your fault. It's like on them. And doing this is not going to win you customers fans. It's it's just not it's just it's just not a tactic that's going to turn unhappy customers to brand besties. So again, issues are going to come up. I apologize and I figure out a solution versus playing the victim. By doing this, you are you are going to turn unhappy customers to brand besties when you have boundaries in place but are willing to figure out a solution versus throw your hands up, get on the defense about it, and basically, woe is me. I have some stories, and I won't get into them all today, of me working with other business owners um, when outsourcing some projects and things like that. I have seen it all, and it amazes me. It amazes me that people run their businesses this way and that they're still in business. And I can only imagine sometimes when they're doing it, they're responding that way to me that I'm thinking, how are you reacting to just a a customer that is only buying one thing versus like a whole, like, you know, a lot of things. So anyways, I will tell those stories in a whole nother episode, but yeah, um, it's, 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 it's shocking and it's amazing. And I think this is so important to be talking about and to realize that customer service is huge, huge part of your business. And at the end of the day, customers are what keep you in business without them. 
you have no business. Again, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, customers are what keep you in business. Without them, you have no business. So take some time to get to know your people, get personal with them, set systems into place that help you communicate with your customers before there are any issues or help when there are issues. Take your ego out of it. It is not your friend. Nowhere in business does your ego need to be. And when things go south, don't take it personal. Please, please, please don't take it personal. And even when the customer isn't right, they chose to spend their money with you. And that is something you shouldn't take lightly. So figure out solutions that make both parties happy. And if done right, you are going to make them lifelong brand besties. And they will want to share about you and your brand to their network. Remember, people share what they love. People also share what they don't love. And as a brand owner, you have to take ownership of your customer business. Customers are the lifeline of your business. So take some time to look at what you're doing, what you think you're doing well, what needs improvement. I promise you, even if you think you're doing a good job, there are areas in your customer business that I know you can improve. Be the brand that is known for exceptional customer service. And I promise you this, you will thrive. Again, be the brand that is known for exceptional customer service, that is serving your customers, that is letting your customers be seen, be heard, that they feel like they're on a journey with you and you will thrive. So be sure to connect with me on Instagram at sunloveandroots, S-U-N-L-O-V-I-N-R-O-O-T-S. And let me know if you found this episode helpful. Okay, I will see you back here next week. Bye, friends. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Nourished Productpreneur podcast. I am so grateful that you are here and beyond excited to help you on your journey of building a thriving and flourishing brand. I would love to connect with you and hear all about your business and maybe something you're currently struggling with. So send me a direct message on Instagram at sunloveandroots and I will see you back here next week for another episode. And I also hope to see you inside the Nourished Productpreneur community where we dive in every week with live coaching calls that'll help you take the Google out of your business plus live Q&A calls where you get your questions answered in real time by me. It's everything I wish I had when I started back in 2015. It's something you definitely need in your life. Sunloveandroots.com. Link is in the show notes. And until next time, bye friend.